Christmas, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, where we talk about everybody's favorite pastime, the movies. We are your hosts. I'm Colonel Bob. And I'm Ian, and I hate you so much. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that to me. <laughs> you jerk. How you like it? How you like it? You jerk! <laughs> That's a line from uh, the first Home Alone movie. Speaking of Home Alone, we're here tonight to talk about Home Alone 2, one of my favorite sequels of all time. This is one of those rare moments, in my opinion, where the sequel is actually better than the first. A hundred percent agree. I like Home Alone 2 a little bit better than Home Alone 1. We're going to dive straight into it. I watched this movie recently. This is in my normal uh, Christmas rotation. Uh, We talked on here before about having a Halloween rotation. I am not a fan of Christmas. I keep saying on these holiday episodes that we have, I'm not a fan of Christmas. But I did grow up liking Christmas comedy movies. And this was always a feel-good Christmas comedy movie to me. That it was. And you said you agree that you like Home Alone 2 better than you like Home Alone 1. Is that correct? 100%. 100%. Okay. And that's not taking anything away from the first one, right? Because you do enjoy the first one. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I love the first one's a classic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, not taking anything away from that. Which we have talked about the first one on here. We have. Probably two years in a row. No. Nope. Uh, Derek said that he he went back and looked. We didn't talk about. Home okay. Home. Good. Uh, we 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 boo booed recently, but that's okay. We're just bringing it to you twice the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I digress. I will I will stand by the fact that I said this about Home Alone one, and I'm going to say it again about Home Alone two. Uncle Frank is the villain of this story, not not the not the robbers. Uncle Frank. Yeah. Because at least, like, at least the crooks had a purpose. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they just wanted to rob and get by and 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 not have hardworking jobs and just just be low life crooks. Yeah, Uncle Frank was doing the same thing, but he was just trying to be more like nonchalant about it. There's actually a fan theory that they were working for Uncle Frank because brother would be out of town. I heard you talk sense. about that the other day. Yeah. I strongly disagree with with that theory. Yeah, but it didn't make sense. To to a point, but the the wet bandits from the first one would have never had to case all those houses, and then case the the McAllister house and see when they were going to be out of town and all that. If Uncle Frank hired them, yeah, that is true. That is true. They were doing it himself. Oh, valid point. Valid point. You need Thank to you. find out who thought of that theory and then give them the bird. I'll give I'll give them the beans. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's one of those things that, like, it's kind of far-fetched the first time that a child got left behind like that, and this was a little bit better, but I just, the first one, I didn't mention this last week, but the first one bothered me uh, to a point because the whole premise was they they put it in the hands of one of their their daughters to do a head count, and she counted the neighbor boy on accident, Mm -hmm. but then when Kevin's parents are on the plane, she's like, I keep thinking we're forgetting something. And she's like, Kevin. Yeah. That would imply that you you knew in the first place that he wasn't there. You know what I mean? How could you forget something you never knew in the first place? Like, and far as they were concerned, Kevin was back there with the rest of the kids. Yeah. Because he was counted for, accounted for. 
So that was a little plot hole, in my opinion. This one, um, kind of the uh, a little of the same. Everybody standing there, and she's just like, "Oh, hand him his bag." Now that one, I can, I, I can, I can sympathize with because she had he no idea. Yeah, because yeah, he was he was right behind him, and uh, the people on the plane were like, "We'll make sure everybody's accounted for." To which I thought, "How can you do that? You don't know who their family is. You don't know who's yeah. in that family. How can you make sure that all the McAllister uh, clan is there?" Um, what did you think overall about um about this movie? And I mean, like the the comedy and. The writing and the action, everything. Are you? Are, were you okay that Kevin just kind of got lost in New York, and there's this ten year old boy running around with this talk boy that was designed specifically for this movie? Yeah, yeah. It was just common people. Okay I think. I think that this is a near perfect, if not perfect, Christmas movie. I I think it is phenomenal, family fun in this, and with the ten year old boy, it did. The only reason that he was able to have it so easy for the first two days hmm. is because of all the commercials and everything. And he recorded it. I'll give you that. And yeah. He, and he had a very good plan and the boy had a very convincing story. Um, so it went, when all that kind of fell apart and the, the criminals come back into his life, you see the scariness of him and he doesn't, and how scary the, the New York, park is and and the streets and all that you see how scared he is and he really didn't know what to do at then until he met the you know the the bird lady the pigeon lady yeah, the bird lady that you know he was scared of at first and i love that that those first two movies had that that you can't always judge a book by its cover you need to be able to talk to people so i love i love that it had that um she got a good friend and he got a good friend out of it and he knew what he had to do you can't mess with kids on Christmas. I thought I love, also good. I thought also the traps were much more elaborate and <laughs> much more fun watching them go through it. But to be fair, one of them would have been dead right at the beginning. Yeah, at the very all beginning. All those bricks. <laughs> with all those bricks. The first brick from that height would have <laughs> would have been dead. <laughs> yeah. He he would it would have definitely caused brain damage on the first <laughs> hit and yeah. not fractured his skull. <laughs> that that's another thing that I love about these movies. And I said it in the first in our first review is how they reinvented slapstick. Mm. Because that, that's what the traps are. It's slapstick comedy. Yeah. That's what it is. And and they reinvented it. I'm pretty sure they even did something new in the second one, where they actually they were actually able to fall on real concrete, which I think that was really neat. I w I like the first one a lot, but this one's just a lot more quotable to me. Now there is something that happens in the first one that I forgot about until I was watching it recently, and I I Bob I can't tell you how hard I was laughing, and it was a simple line. And the first part. Is uh is Marv saying something really really morbid for a family Christmas movie, and it's when Kevin um zip lines out of the treehouse, and they come up and they're looking for him, and uh Harry's like um 
Maybe he committed suicide. He, he disappeared. Yeah, and Marv's like, maybe he committed suicide. I was like, good God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, then my favorite line of the movie, of probably the franchise happens, and he says, uh, he says, no, that's what he wants for us to go back to his little his little fun house and we get all tore up. And he's just like, but he's going to call the police. He's like, from a, he's not going to call the police. From a tree house? <laughs> that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. From a treehouse, <laughs> which in today's society could be very possible, but back then it, it, it was it, it never going to happen. Yeah, um, I, that that part to me is is so funny. Joe Pesci, his delivery on the line and the line in general was just flawless, and I I laughed hysterically well, for fifteen minutes. And I can't, and I can't, and, and the dynamic between Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern was fantastic. I love these, these two together, man. They were so freaking funny. Uh, the whole sticky bandit and the grabbing the change with the tape hand. Yeah. Just ridiculous and funny. But like I said, this movie is just so much more quotable. Uh, Trent and I quote it all the time. I know you and I probably, uh, Corey and I quote it all the time. Stuck brick, kid. You can't do wow. any better than that, kid. You're gonna what lose. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a hole. Yeah, all the time. So it's a very quotable movie. Um, if you're listening or watching this right now, you're probably doing the same thing. You're probably quoting it. Yeah, maybe not the exact same parts we are, but dude, worked all the kinks out. Worked out all the kinks. Out the rock. <laughs> That's the funny part. When you and I worked at the theater, we had this very rickety tall ladder. And every yeah. single time, for some reason, you made me go up to change light bulbs. And I would always do that. Solid as a rock. Worked out all the <laughs> kinks. And it was the most rickety ladder. It was not solid as a rock. <laughs> um, so it's just it it's one of those movies that you could just quote in everyday life. Doesn't even have to. I, I quote it not even during Christmas time all the time. So yeah. Um, this is uh this is up there for me. This is one of my top five uh, Christmas movies. Um, Agreed. Christmas comedy, I should say. I don't hate sappy Christmas movies. I just don't like Christmas. But uh, what about? I mean, is there anything else special about like this movie that you want to gush about? Or sure, the the uh, the uh, extra characters in it. You know, Tim Curry. Oh, uh, you're right. Bob- uh, I mean, they Matt, were, there are men out there. I'm to the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Do bundle up, Bob. Do bundle up. It's awfully cold oh, out. It's awfully chilly. It's hot. <laughs> a little lip oh, quiver. Yeah, right now, no matter murderers dare mess with me. <laughs> yeah, come along, Cedric. Slides him across the floor. Tim Curry is fantastic. However, I will say for a grown man, that was a very terrible decision to find a 10-year-old boy who's lost on his own and you find out that he stole a credit card and yeah. that's you, the you, thing. Yeah. You should know why like the credit right, card right. is stolen. And because, you know, um, it was marked for fraud, clearly. That's how he found out in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So the way the police explain on the phone is they were going to put out you know something that said uh you know if the credit card popped up the police would know they can go pick him up exactly i don't know how he didn't put two and two together that that's what it was and then he just reaches in his card stolen credit card yeah i think i think how they how they was able to find out where he is and stuff is they marked it stolen they said it was stolen so they would yeah. you know, get a hit on 
So with the, you know, it being the way it is back then that, you know, with the, uh, I don't think he would, the hotel guy would have known right off the bat that uh, the situation. But, so, well, then how did he know the credit card was stolen? Because it actually popped up that it was stolen. That's all that all I know. I don't think they said stolen by the, by the dad of the thief. You would have think there that even back then there'd be like notes that they could they could put in there for that. You would have think or they'd have called instantly as soon as they Or they would have called and alerted the police and the police yeah. could have been like, Oh yeah, we're actually looking for him. He's lost in New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the title of the movie. But yeah. then the movie would have ended. But yeah, uh them running yeah. into the hotel room and him playing the uh Angels with Dirty Faces and Yeah. <laughs> the titles of the You movie. were smooching with my brother. I think you're mistaken. I'm afraid you're mistaken. <laughs> Don't give me that. You've been smooching with the, everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, Little Mo with the gimpy leg, Chicks, Bony Bob, Cliff. Cliff. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> First of all, kudos to you for remembering that entire line and all those names. <laughs> How many times have you watched this movie? A lot, a lot. Every Same. year, every year I watch it. It's it's a good franchise. I'm glad they stopped after two, and there's no more after that. Um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, for the first time, did you yeah, enjoy it at all? No, no, not even a little. Not Thank you. Little. I, I didn't either. And it, and it bothered me that it was the same writer, the same writer that wrote the first two. And I understand yeah. that he wrote a movie for a teenage Kevin, but that was at the time that Colin Culkin was getting out of acting, so he had to scrap it. I understand that, but they didn't have to rush a silly story. I mean, the kid, the boy wasn't even left home alone. Did you know that he was? He, he's not even home alone. The parents are gone at work. He's alone for like three hours, mm-hmm. and he and he stops a terrorist plot. <laughs> that, that that's what he does. I mean, it's it's so so silly, so silly. And I, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Yeah, I think this is like her. There was like her third movie. I, think. I don't know. She's young. She's a, she's a girl, little girl in it. Yeah. Um, the sister, the mean yeah. sister. Now, you know, now like, the the the, the bro- brother and sister were just as mean to him as what Kevin's siblings were. Right. Now, <laughs> but the, uh, it was such a silly, silly movie. One of the first few movies I ever saw her in was. Do you remember Just Cause with uh, Sean Connery and Sean Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah. Vaguely, vaguely. He was his daughter in that. I did not know that. No, Sean Connery's like sixty in that movie, and he's got like a ten-year-old daughter. Yeah, I remember. I remember that movie, and I can Scarlet. I can't remember anything about it. He doesn't call her Scarlet in the, in the movie. I remember liking that movie growing up, and I watched it like ten years ago, and I still enjoyed it. But yeah, I just remember her being in it. Um, I, I, I side but I did not like that movie. Did not like that movie. Home Alone <laughs> three. Yeah, and the little boy invents Wi-Fi. Somehow, yeah. and that's yeah, just so weird. If it's, you don't like three, you're gonna loathe four. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Do you know what four is about? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Four, four is Kevin. It. It's Kevin again, and is it's it the really? McAllisters, but it's none of the original cast. Okay. And he's like, he's like somehow the same age. And then uh, it's uh, it's Harry and some girl. And Harry is played by French Stewart, so that should already tell you something. Okay. Um, 
it's not good. And then there's another one after that. And then there's like a remake from last year. And I heard the remake is decent, but I didn't give it I a didn't chance. Know, I didn't know there was a remake. Yeah. I heard that I heard there was one that actually has uh, Buzz and his son in it. But I, I never watched that one either. But I, I heard about that one. That one I'm not sure because there's like six of them all together. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't care if they did it right and they remade it and updated the times and stuff. I wouldn't care. Yeah. But, Agreed. But these straight straight to DVD ones, they need to stop. Agreed. Agreed. They're just unnecessary. They're not good. They're not enjoyable in one man's opinion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much... Um, that's pretty much all I had to say about this, unless you got anything else going on with Home Alone 2 you'd like to get off your chest. Yeah, uh, real quick, before we get off here, what's the... I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot in it. But what's the one trap that surely they would have died? Um, there's several that would have done it, but there's one particular that I think he would have just not got back up. There's a few. I don't know if I could pinpoint it to one. Um, pro- Hold on a second. Uh, probably um, one of them actually, so this is the screensaver on my phone. Hold on, let it focus. So one of them is probably that scene <laughs> yeah. right there. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the one I was going to say. The, like, like, so the like, electrocution, but yeah. to be fair, the pipe hitting them in the face and then falling two stories down and hitting their flat backs uh, would have definitely broken a lot of bones if not killed them. Uh, th- my the explosion, favorite... The explosion in the bathroom would have killed him. Yeah. Uh, the explosion in the bathroom would have done him in. Um, my favorite line from the, this movie is another simple one. And it's where they're climbing down the rope, and it's Harry. <laughs> yeah. You wear an aftershave. It's kerosene. The rope is now so. Why good. would anybody? Now why would anybody soak a rope of kerosene? <laughs> and then he lights the. Yeah. So them Go falling <laughs> up, up. Yeah. So them yeah. falling from the top of the roof and hitting the thing, um, the scaffolding, and falling all the way down. That probably would have killed them. Then even though they were kind of sort of empty. Uh, all those paint cans falling and hitting him in the face probably would have been instantly yeah, yeah. from from that yeah, height. And of course the bricks, the bricks, the bricks. Killed. Yeah, they would have not have lived from any of that. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe an, maybe an easier one was what traps would they have lived through? The staple gun. He would have lived through that. That was from the first one, though, wasn't it? No, that was this one when he's trying to open the door and he pulls it and. It, he pulls it and shoots him. Shoots him. Was that this one? First, and he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and he turns around and shoots him in the butt. Yeah. So he would have lived through that. They would have lived with the with the toy chest or the the tool chest falling down the stairs. That was the sound of a tool shed <laughs> falling <laughs> down the stairs. And then I think the tools hit him in the head. It would have hurt like hell, but I think he'd have lived through it. I think it would have killed him. <laughs> uh, wow! So Harry, like, Harry climbing the ladder and then falling because yeah, it was yeah, split like that. Yeah. That wouldn't have killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll say we'll say three <laughs> or four. We'll say four of the traps they actually could have survived through. <laughs> but yeah, do okay. you want to rate it? 
Yes. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I was uh eight, eight out of ten. Eight. I'm gonna. I'm giving it a nine and a half. Okay. All right. Nostalgia. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. But love I don't. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, fun movie. Um, they just don't make them like that anymore, man. They really no, don't. They don't. I hate to sound like that guy right now, but they they really don't. Uh, it's true. Uh, John Hughes, he was a he was a gem. He was man. He he wrote a lot of good a lot of good stuff. I know he wasn't like a huge fan of making like sequels. Yeah, uh, but he he did a good job. He he outdid himself on number two, uh, which is really surprising to me that three was such horse shit. And I get that yeah, he had issues with it, but at the same time, my god, don't dream like that. <laughs> that was no shit. It's awful. No. Just just mm-hmm. awful. So yeah. yeah. With that being said. Uh, that's that's our uh little little quick run through. I say quick, not really for us, but uh, that was Home Alone two. Join us next week. I have no idea what we're talking about next week. We kind of make this shit up as we go. We do, we do. It uh, might not be a Christmas movie because Christmas will be over next week. So it it might be Aquaman. I have a confession to make. Did you already watch it. I still haven't watched Aquaman, the first one. Oh, really? Oh, damn! Yeah. So you're not and, going to go with and I don't. I, I well, I've got. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, okay. well, I'll, I'll go ahead and end this episode. Thank you for joining us, as always, for Colonel Bob. I have been Ian. We the Silver Screen Scoundrels, and so long and good night. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs>